0: that's good everything's good that's good everything's good okay welcome back to asinine radio a weekly podcast where we talk about music and well that's pretty much it so uh let's go (laughs)
1: Jesus Christ, that was so loud It spooked me Oh, this is Asinine Radio This is the weekly music podcast Where every week we uh, we get into our fearless beer review Then we talk about the vinyl we picked up or listened to That leads into the songs of the week And then we round it out with some new music and other happenings in the music world My name is Tyler And way out there, hundreds of miles away Is Jeff Go to Apple Podcasts Go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. We have a Discord server. If you want to join that, hit us up. We'll send you the link to it. We also have a phone number you can call. You can text us, leave us a voicemail. I don't know. Do whatever you want to do. It's 50... The phone number is 503-893-5307. And I am all done with the boring ass mm. intro. So let's jump right into our Fearless Beer Review. What do you got, Jeff?
0: Oh, God damn it. Let me put all the fridge. <laughs> are, are you... Are, are you not talking? Are you back.
1: <laughs> no, I wasn't talking because then I realized I haven't even you not even here to hear what I've got. Okay, so here's what I got. No yeah, so you just Talk to
0: yourself, I guess. Here, um, I have I have fresh <laughs> haze, baby, fresh haze IPA from Deschutes. What? Yeah. Why didn't you tell me I would have got it too? Because we don't need we don't need two hazies on the pod bro.
1: Well, I got a hazy with me, but
0: this is a uh, this is a, this is a weird can. It's a tall can, but it's 19.2 ounces.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's how
0: they serve that one That's weird, it's like a skinny tall can But taller than yeah, the, a normal tall the can The
1: juicy one I have The juicy one I have is um, that same kind But it's not the, the Deschutes one
0: oh. So this is 6.5%, uh, yeah. 45 IBUs And uh, yeah, this is from uh, Deschetti's Brewery <laughs> from Bend, Oregon And this is um, this is a good one I don't know if I've had this I, I'm pretty sure I've probably had this at some point I think you have, yeah but their fresh squeeze and is is fantastic, and so this one is also probably mediocre at best. Nah, dude, why are, you,
1: why are you, uh, I don't understand why you're such a hater
0: <laughs> of <laughs> such a good brewery.
1: <laughs> it makes no sense.
0: No, they it's are so a really stupid. good brewery, and um, one day I'd like to get out there. I probably had the chance it's, to get out there and didn't, so that's fine. I have nice. not. I have not. I have not checked this in yet.
1: There you go. Then you have never had it.
0: Friend well, of the pod, Mike, has checked this in. He gave it a 3.75 out of 5. Uh, he's a cock. That's pretty. That's pretty good score. Friend of the pod Ryan gave three point two five out of five. I do not see friend of the pod Tyler on here. Go. I'm on there. I don't. I don't see you checking this in, baby boy. Oh, there it is. Oh, you gave it four out Uh, of five. What? No. Four out of five, baby. Right there, March second, two thousand nineteen. Four out of five. Wow. No, that's silly
1: boy talk because that's not true. That's that not is one hundred
0: percent true. I'm gonna screenshot because I'm not gonna <laughs> change it. There, boom, baby, toasted. <laughs> God damn Just in case.
1: Well, I'm changing it right now. I'm going in there right now to change it. That's fine.
0: It. I have your old. I have your old rankings. No big deal. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's what I got. All right. I got do so, uh, hazy IPA. Go ahead. Cheddies. Do
1: you have the fr- the fresh haze IPA? Right. That's what you have. Yeah,
0: fresh haze IPA.
1: Okay. Yeah, I don't know why I gave that a four out of five. That makes no fucking sense. Because it's not good. I must. It must have. I must have slipped up and uh, and given it a, a four by accident. I'll change, I'll change that. Don't worry about it. So I have uh, I have something from a brewery called Voodoo Ranger. It's a pretty popular brewery. I think you have it out in Arizona as well. Yeah. Uh, it's a brewery from Colorado, and this is called a Juicy Haze IPA. I hate the label. This brewery usually doesn't have very good, uh, very good beer, but, you know, whatever. I'll give this one a shot. I, I've never had it. I don't think I've had it. But who knows? It's 7.5 ABV, and it pours very yellow and it looks tasty it smells like soap um (laughs) but i'm down i'm down i'm down to take a sip so after we do this we take our first sip we're gonna rate the beer from our world famous three point rating system where three is a perfect beer two is a good beer you're gonna continue to drink one is a bad beer but give it a shot and zero is a drain pour uh, Jeff, let's uh, let's start drinking. I'm up. pouring. We I'm long, pouring. I'm
0: pouring. I'm pouring. Got a long. I've got pouring, a long episode. Come I'm on. What do you do? I
1: don't know what you do. I never know what you
0: do. I'm pouring it into a Nutty Brunette BJ's glass because I have so many BJ's glasses now.
1: Uh, that is just not a good beer. Nutty Brunette. Nutty Brunette is not a good beer.
0: It's not, It's definitely not one of their best.
1: Yeah, it's it's like it's one of it's their worst. No, the stout's the worst. The Tatanka? That's tonka no tonka stout
0: no you bring that's worse than that and also their light switch their really the really really light one is is pretty is pretty worthless the one b- lighter than the blonde
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i know which one you're that one's about. worthless it's not bad it's worthless man, it doesn't have much taste
0: not much taste. it's worthless i'd rather just drink nothing i will have nothing okay <laughs> here we all go. right this let's uh, like yeah this smells like a hazy stinky a little stinker Ooh, here we go Yeah, that is uh, that is not bad. Okay.
1: Oh, you so you like it, huh? Well, you know. I see. I think you really like it. You just don't want to like it, just to piss me off. Possibly that's what it is. That's exactly No, that's not possible. That's exactly what you are doing. I know what you do.
0: Mm.
1: You are out of control. You are out of fucking control. Mm. All right. So uh, this mine is uh, mine. It's not super flavorful. I was expecting more. I think I was expecting more because I was thinking of the the fresh haze that you're drinking right now because it's so delicious. But this one is not as delicious as that. Well, you rated the fresh haze a
0: four out of five, so, I mean, it must be delicious, but not, like, really delicious for you. That's okay.
1: No, I I rated it a five. But, um, anyway, what what do you think of yours? What are you going to rate your beer?
0: (coughs) Well, I mean, I have have fucking 19 ounces, 19.2 ounces of this to drink, but... Just it's get a it's, perfect three out of that, three. No, it's, Come that's on, stupid. there's no way in hell you didn't even get a perfect three out of three. So why would I? This is good. Oh, I, I, yeah. I I like it because it's not there's not a whole lot of like of that that sugary residualness in the back of my throat or after like hock lugs. So this is pretty good. Mm-hmm. I I I like I like their fresh. Squeezed anyway I think Duschetti's That's probably like Their best beer Is their fresh squeezed IPA um, mm. But But uh, For now For now I'll give this a two I'll give this a two <laughs> You're so dumb Which is Honestly <laughs> That's probably the highest I've ever given any kind of hazy That means I will buy this again Because this is pretty good That's
1: See you're just You're just Being a bullshitter That's what you're being
0: well, i gave give it a two That's good That means I liked it I will have it again Thank you sir. So may have another
1: you're just ranking it that low, or rating it that low. Just low. low.
0: Well, you're lucky. I don't give it a one point nine nine. Okay. Well, you should be giving it a three out of three. That's you didn't give it a
1: three out of three. Why would I give it a three out of three? You give it a four and five. That's not. Three you get a three. Why? Why are you basing your opinion on me? Because you, you brought just, up your opinion. <laughs> so. So.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm drinking my Voodoo Ranger, which is subpar, but I'm gonna give it a three out of three because it's probably a hazy IPA. <laughs> Uh, this is, this is a
1: hazy IPA and it's not that great. It's fine. It's not wonderful. It's, uh, doesn't, it's not just, it's not fruity enough for me. I just like my haze fruity. So with that, I'm going to have to give this a uh, two out of three as well. Solid two Ooh. out of three. Now, uh, let's just move on to our vinyl pickups unless you got anything else to say about the beer. Uh, no. Okay. So let's move on. What did you get this week? What did you listen to this week?
0: Oh, my God. So, um, first things first things first. Um, mm-hmm. Second Makes thing sense. second, and third thing is first. The yes. Green Day BBC sessions. Ah yeah. Yes. This one, uh, this one just kind of dropped on the on the vinyls pretty recently, and this this dates back to the '90s to so the early 2000s in Green Day's heyday. They recorded this at some place in like England, merry old England. Or wherever the fuck it was, I think it was England. BBC Studios, yeah, yeah, that's what the it's BBC stands England. for, the yeah. the England Broadcasting Cucks. <laughs> and it um, it's good. <laughs> that was it's that was really a dumb good. Joke. That was yeah, really that was terrible. <laughs> what 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 kind of bothers me about this is that it's two it's two LPs. Each side is only four songs, and Greenie songs are mm. at most like three minutes. So. You they could have just done it on to one LP, yeah, and it's not at 45, good. it's you know, it's not nothing crazy like that, so I'm constantly having to change it. And it's Dookie side, Insomniac side, Nimrod side, and then uh, Warning side. And the, the, the Dookie side has 2,000 light years away, so it's not even what? four four Dookie songs, which oh, that's I don't. Stupid. And it's it's the last of the Dookie side too. It's not, it doesn't even open the Dookie side. It like ends the Dookie side, which I don't understand. It's weird placement. Um, but I will say that they play these songs absolutely fucking fantastically. It sounds phenomenal. The mix sounds great, and they add they add little things here and there to make it kind of unique to this thing that they were doing these sessions. But mm-hmm. it's not it's not. It's not too much to where it's like, oh, this is a live album. It's still like a studio. It's somewhere in between a studio album and a live album, so it's really, really good. Okay. And if you ever see it for like twenty bucks, this is a must pick up. But
1: yeah, I would pick it up for that much, but it's going for like 35, 40 bucks.
0: Yeah, it was, it was, it was a Christmas gift, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm super happy with it. I will definitely listen to this again because it's essentially a greatest hits, and there's a little bit of flair to it, especially on the Insomniac side. They add little things. Dirt adds a little. Uh, little bass things here and there to some of the songs. It's really cool. It's a good album. Okay. It's solid. Okay. It's fun stuff. So, so yeah, check it out. Check it out. And then uh, I got Eazy-E. Ugh. Eazy-E. I got this from Black Friday, and I just now listened to my second listen through. His uh, his first album, Easy Does It. It's his first solo album from 88, just a couple months after Straight Outta Compton came out. This is produced by Dre and Yella. A lot of writing from Doc, Ice Cube, MC Ren. It's basically the N.W.A. album with just Easy mainly on vocals. And I know you don't like Easy, yeah. but I I fucking love him. He's my he's first year sure my favorite vocalist of like the N.W.A. crew. I think his presentation is just everything is just so interesting. He so like there's a lot of topics on this album that are just so fucking unpc that it's crazy to even listen to. <laughs> And it's, it's, uh, it's almost to the point where it's like uncomfortable, but I still kind of laugh and I still chuckle because even when he's like rapping the worst things possible, he still has this kind of carefree and lighthearted approach to just being a gangster and being an asshole. And it's funny. I laugh. (laughs) It's good times. (laughs) Like, like Ice Cube is always hard. He's always on it. He's always intense. Dr. Drake, God, like he's never laughed in his fucking life probably. But like EZE, <laughs> everything EZE does, it just seems so kind of lighthearted. And he's the most gangster out of all of them. Yeah, and okay. it's just like everything that he, everything that the way he raps is just always so funny to me and just so lighthearted and take nothing seriously. I dig. It's good stuff. You should check it out. So how much did you pay for? Like eight bucks? <laughs> yeah, it was so <laughs> cheap. Basically, it's fucking free. Just
1: sent it to me. Yeah, those Black Friday deals, man. Those are great. Really good. This great.
0: was, um, this was from You Discover, You Discover Music. Yeah, Double That's where I got my L Cool J. Yeah. That got was like $8. Dollars. Yeah. The <laughs> crazy talk. So good. Yeah, so Easy, I I I like Easy a lot. He's he's my fave. He's my All fave. Right. At least somebody does, I guess. Everybody likes Easy except for well, you. There's a lot. Every, everybody likes Easy except for you. Everybody likes to except for you. You're just you're just uh,
1: here we go. It's
0: already here starting. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing I got here is uh, Neil Young. Neil Young. I uh, I forgot that I had this. This album is called Comes a Time. This is his ninth album from the late seventies, and this was uh, this was something I got in a lot. I listened to it like right when I got it because it was right before we did the Crosby, Stills, Nash Deja Vu episode, mm-hmm. and then I just put it in my second backlog, listened through, and forgot about till this week. This is. This is heavy, heavy country sound mixed with like his iconic folk sound. So he still has those short rock riffs, but it's mixed with a lot of slide guitar, a lot of like string instruments to bring in that country sound. Mm-hmm. And it sounds, it sounds kind of like weird and it sounds kind of cliche. But dude, it is so fucking good. It is man. amazing.
1: Neil Young is fucking great, man. I it's don't know why so it annoying. took me so long. Uh. It's frustrating for sure.
0: A lot of the songs have this, this, this girl Nicolette Larson as, as a backup vocalist. And I, she would, I guess she was popular at at the time and and popular for doing stuff with Neil Young. And, and she just adds like a really nice contrast to Neil's voice. Even though Neil already has a kind of softer nasally voice,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. her voice matched up with his is just for whatever reason it works. Because usually when you have a contrast like that, you have a, a deeper country, artist sound and then like a more high-pitched woman country artist sound and, and those are a generic kind of contrast Yeah, this one is is they're both they're both very similar and it it works that's know. weird
1: well neil young makes everything works for some reason when you think like, know, something shouldn't work it does it, i i just can't explain
0: it it's so weird this dude literally could do no wrong in the 70s just straight up <laughs> could do no wrong in the 70s but what about the and 80s and,
1: 80s and until now though, That's what
0: i I'm about. Uh, so even now he's releasing things for record store day in like 2020, 2020, 2019, where it was like old songs that were banked in the seventies that he kind of like retouched on, and he's releasing them, oh. and people are just clamoring for him and i mean <laughs> i've I've liked Neil Young for a while, but I've never gone anywhere near as deep as I have dove into it since we cl- started collecting the vinyls. And so he's released like an almost an album every year since fucking 1970. <laughs> it's, it's insane. But some of the stuff that I've heard really? from the 80s, I've heard anything from the 90s and I've heard some stuff from the 2000s. It's still pretty damn good. Really? That's impressive. It's very and he, impressive. And even in the 2000s, I mean, he played a show with the Chili Peppers, a, a benefit concert he played with the Chili Peppers. And Did he? He was he was as much in... in, in like, shock and off with playing with the chili peppers as they were with him. That's so cool. That's yeah. so fucking cool. <laughs> and he played with Crazy Horse. It was 2001. He played with Crazy Horse, and it was just, it was a fucking riot. But yeah, Neil Young is fucking badass. Good guy. He's great. I know. He's, awesome. he's here right now. Um, he's here right now. Yeah, he's here right now. You good? Yeah, he says he's good. <laughs> Not stupid. I have another that thing. That was very uh, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you kept biting at it, God. Jimmy Rogers. <laughs> I this uh I had this album called Train Whistle Blues. Uh. And this is some some album that came out in nineteen fifty seven by Jimmy Rogers. Jimmy Rogers, the guy, Yodeling right? Cowboy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the original country artist. So in nineteen ten, right? Let me let me give you a little a little background on Jimmy Rogers, because this guy is just so fascinating and so amazing. In nineteen ten, <laughs> he was thirteen. And he was essentially taught how to be a better guitarist because he was already playing guitar. He was taught how to mm-hmm. be a better guitarist while working as a water boy for the railroad companies. And okay. the people that taught him how to be a better guitarist were the workers and the fucking hobos. Like all the hobos that were just hitching rides on trains taught him how to be a better guitarist. That's pretty fucking rad. And so since then, he had always carried this this type of like man of the people persona he was always super nice to everybody he met. He was always more than like willing to sign autographs, to spend time with you, to talk, to have a drink, to whatever. And he was always just really, really nice. And he got tuberculosis at 27. Eventually, died at 35. Constantly recording until literally like the night before he died. Like he was had a cot in the recording studio. How old was Jimmy
1: Rogers when he died?
0: I mean, what year did he die? So he died in like 30, right? Because 13 and 1910. I thought Jimmy Rogers was in through the fifties
1: and sixties. I must no. be thinking of somebody else. I must be thinking of somebody else. Yeah,
0: for sure, somebody else. But like this guy, just insanely influential Howlin' Wolf. The reason mm-hmm. he started howling because he wanted to yodel like Jimmy Rogers would, but it came out sounding like shit. So he just decided <laughs> to howl instead. Like that's yeah. that's why he's Howlin' Wolf is because of Jimmy Rogers. But like Muddy Waters, Johnny Cass, Jerry Garcia, countless Jerry. people were inspired by this dude, and it's just. It's insane. The, he's Jimmy Rodgers is in the Country Music Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Blues Music Hall of Fame, and Songwriters no, Hall of Fame. I didn't know for, that. What the for fuck? whatever it's worth, the Hall of Fame are a joke. But f- to be a joke in that many different categories, that's pretty legit. Yeah, that is. And playing that's music right. all the way through the Great Depression, like this guy, ha- essentially helped keep blues music alive like there would be no blues music really if it not been for this dude pushing through the late 20s he's a white dude right yeah
1: okay
0: yep just uh, it's it's crazy and it's 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 amazing and it's 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 country on top of blues with yodeling and it's really really good everything this guy does is really good i don't know if i have a jimmy rogers record i probably i might and what's, like, know. worse is, is this album that I have. It's from 1957, and it goes for, like, two bucks on Discogs. <laughs> of course. Irritates me.
1: It's just so irritating. But uh, NSYNC Picture Disc will run you 30 bucks.
0: <laughs> yeah, <a> fucking NSYNC. <laughs> oh, God, now I feel stupid for even wanting an NSYNC Picture Disc. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh. Yeah, all right. Well, <sighs> that's all I got for my stuff, besides my... My pick of the week. That was it. All right, let's get into your pick of the week. Yeah, so my pick of the week came from a vinyl. Me, please. This was another thing. Um the, the group is called Clips. 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 And the album's called Hell Hath No Fury. And the song that I chose is Wamp Wamp. And <sighs> oh God, there's no way you did not like this song. It's fantastic. I, I mean, I've, it's a song. I've for never sure. really, I've never really heard of this group. I've heard of Pusha T. So it's Pusha T and his brother Malice and mm-hmm. I've really o- only heard of Pusha T because he did stuff with Kanye in, like, the good music era, and he was on uh, one of Kanye's songs from My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. But this is their this is their second album from 2006, and it's produced by the Neptunes because they're all from the same area of, like, Virginia Beach. And mm-hmm. overall, this album, like, production-wise, is just absolutely through the fucking roof. It is so good. It's insane because... Both guys from clips are very unique, kind of in like in the outcast type of way. They each mm-hmm. have like their own unique style, but then you mix them together and it's just even something bigger than if they were on their own. But then you add like like Pharrell and the other dude from the Neptunes. I don't know his name.
1: I forgot his name too. <laughs> but yeah, the other
0: dude from, from the Neptunes in and and they like perfectly match production with each member's unique style vocals and then when they come in together everything changes again so it's just it's just an insanely tedious amount of work that the neptunes put into producing this album and it's fantastic it was uh, it was a good song it was it was good
1: but i don't know if i would get this record i cannot believe
0: you didn't think this song was unbelievable this song is i thought it was good it was it blew my fucking mind this album blew my mind
1: all right well let's let's play a little bit so here's a wamp wamp what it do From from clips Here we go
0: Man I showed up Pimpy and cold up I hit straight to the bar Just to post up I roll a throw up My cup mode up Bitch don't just stand there With your nose up Come on Whamp whamp What it do What it do Huh Whamp, whamp What it do What it do Whamp whamp What it do? What it do? Wham, wham, what it do? No hotter, flow dropper, since popper. You penny any nigga, see I know copper. Left the game on a high note, flow opera. Pusher still got them keys, I can unlock ya. See that watch on the sleeve, call it Showstopper. Nigga ball around the world, call me Globetrotter. Trick dollar, ask what I feel, nada. Give a bitch yellow fever, all these gold bottles. And late models, I lean proddles. roof back with the cool black player, think he need goggles. Look, my mommy me fly, papa. Street i the name Ice Cream and BBC Rocker. Yeah. So proper, Hammer Time Gun Cocker. Top Shotter, man has a Ted Non Pop, yeah. Eggshell on the scale for my snow coppers. Don't ask what I sell, shit, I'm back Man, rocker. I showed up, heavy and cold up. I head straight to the bar just to post up. I roll the draw up, my cup mode up. Bitch, don't just stand there with your nose up. Come on, wamp wamp, what it do? What it do? Huh. Wamp wamp. What do? What do? Wamp, wamp. What do. What, do. Huh. Wamp,
1: wamp. what do. There you go. Wamp Wamp From clips. That's good stuff, man. I enjoy it. Was, um, was one of them on on the transplants record?
0: No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. I guess. Are you thinking of Bun B
0: from UGK?
1: That's what I was thinking of. He sounds he sounds like him or somebody else. I don't know.
0: Whim sounds whimp. similar. That was good though. It was good. It's got but this I, I like South be Beach flair to it, but they're from Virginia Virginia Beach, and it's 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 exotic. It's it's exciting, and <laughs> and the way like the Neptunes used that I don't even know what it is that that instrumental that horn type of sound that synth that. Yeah. Whee- the way they use that when either Push a T or Malice comes in or when they're exiting, I think is just magnificent. I think it's unbelievable. This album is, again, dude, Vital Me Please has been so good to me. So good yeah. to me.
1: <laughs> Not so much for me, but yeah, for you, definitely.
0: Well, the fucking pigeonhole of, of likes and dislikes is the size of like a, 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 Are you a, kidding a me? rabbit's I, hole. It's it's ridiculous. I picked up, like you gotta I picked up a dig lot of it up shit a little from there that better. I wouldn't normally
1: get. I picked up a lot of stuff from there I normally wouldn't Dude, This so. is an
0: unbelievable album and it's, and it's pre- So it's double desk It's pressed at 45 It sounds fantastic Everything about it is just unbelievable I love it so much
1: <laughs> It was good Love it It, it was good uh, do, they still have, do they still have any available on there?
0: Of oh, this one? Yeah I'm sure they probably do
1: I'll check real quick yeah,
0: let's see here. You should listen to the whole album It's really really good
1: Eh, I, I, I might. I'm I probably will.
0: I mean, if this, I, I like to listen I, to I honestly don't understand how you don't think this song is like fucking mind blowing.
1: Uh, it's not mind blowing, but it's good. It's definitely good. It's better yeah, than not, good. Not it's great. Yeah. Eh, it's not. It's fine. It's fine. I. It doesn't I. Doesn't say. I, if it's I don't still like available. anything that
0: you're saying right now.
1: It doesn't say if it's still available. It just says join the club. I don't want to sign in. I'll do it later.
0: Wham anyway, wham. <laughs> Annoying as fuck. Dude, oh, it's so good. And these guys are just <laughs> uh, and then like if you just if you just Google uh, hip hop duos, best of all time or whatever, like these guys are consistently in the top for sure the top ten. Sometimes really? even like the top five. Like like they are really, really good. And I mean this one song isn't truly indicative of how great they were together. And they're brothers, so they just I don't know, they 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 have that chemistry ingrained in their dna already because they're brothers and the mm-hmm. the way the rest of this album unfolds it's just uh it's like they're constantly battling to be the better one but then there's times when they don't really care and then there's times when they're just friends and that's something like like that type of brotherly rivalry is not something you get a lot from music
1: true that's cool i did well, there's very few bands or artists that like that are family you know Except like Breaking Benjamin, they're brothers.
0: Who? Fuck. Why? <laughs> See, that's that's sad that we can only think of Breaking Benjamin when it comes to
1: uh, thrice to the guys that Ben Brothers. Ugh Oh God, whatever. That's fine. It was good though. I'm, you just I'm don't just, like the wamp wamp. Huh? I thought I'm you just, would like the wamp wamp.
0: I'm just messing around. It it's good. I'm just kind of fooling around I, there. But I thought you would like the wamp wamp a lot.
1: Because oh, it, it. it's like a
0: chorus, and you're like a traditionalist. You like music to have choruses and verses, and well, I like when pause for good. solos and things like I that. I like when they're yeah. good,
1: which is fine. It's, I mean, if you have a chorus in there and it sounds like shit, that's why you, you hate Beethoven.
0: There's then. no choruses. Where the chorus? <laughs>
1: Where are <laughs> you <laughs> pulling it? this from? Where are you pulling this from? Fucking out of control.
0: Knowledge. Knowledge is power.
1: Um, do you have anything else on this one? Then
0: I do not. Okay, that's it
1: for me. So let's go through my vinyl stuffs real quick. I did listen to one of the things that you gave me. Uh, I don't think I'm going to keep it. Fuck, so what is it? It's the Arlo Guthrie, Alice's ah, okay. Restaurant. So this is his first album from October 1967. We talked about this maybe like a month and a half ago, two months ago. Yeah. You brought it to the pod. Uh, it's cool. It, it's, it's actually really cool, but I'm never, ever going to listen to this again. It's just like a one-time listen. Maybe once every few years. That's about it. Never going to go back to it. But it's still cool. So, I mean, the the first half of the LP is just him tell, uh, telling the 18-minute story. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it is, which we talked about too. But eh, just I won't go back to it. It's too folky for me. Okay. All right. It's too much of that. But so, unfortunately, I will not be keeping it. You tried. I did. That's I really right.
0: did. Really did. There's uh, the a scat- next- there new metal in it you probably keep it but that's all right. Oh fuck yeah I would. Who who wouldn't? Who in their right mind wouldn't do, wouldn't keep that? You're you're right. I I would too.
1: <laughs> Fucking idiot. Okay, so this next one I got from Glasshouse uh last week and uh it's Jimmy World, it's their 10th record surviving. Their latest record came out in October 2019 when we did the Jimmy Pod Jimmy World Pod. Uh what was that like 3 months ago or something like that? We both ranked this album pretty high. This is my th- this is my th- third? Hey, it was my number three, I think, in the rankings. And it's a really good record. There's some more pop-oriented songs, but they do it really, really well. It doesn't come off as cheesy or bad, and it's just a solid, solid record. I mean, obviously not nearly as great as Bleed American or uh, Clarity, but it's fantastic.
0: I, I think, think it was like the last... I think it's my fourth or fifth, but it was the last of the Jimmy World era that I would buy in vinyls.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's it's crazy how they came out with this record so late in their career. Still killing it. Uh, It's on a nice, nice, nice white variant. Looks so good. Looks so, so good. And it was like, it was 20 bucks. So come on. It's good. (laughs) Well worth it. Well worth it. So picked that one up. Uh, this next one I picked up for you and I. We each got one. I picked this one up from Glasshouse as well. It's uh,
0: how do you say his name, Sue George? I, th- I think say? I think friend of the pot of Annie would be remiss if we did not say his actual name properly, and I think it's Sway Jorge. Sway Jorge. There but you go. But we've called this we called him Sue George since high school, so I like yeah. a
1: book. Yes, yes. So I picked up the uh, the bootleg, uh, the Life Aquatic sessions. you're unfamiliar with this it's pretty much just like 15 david bowie covers just him and the acoustic guitar but he just totally reimagined the songs and sang them all in portuguese for the most part and it's super fucking cool and this bootleg sounds so nice it's so clean and it just i mean this this album is just too good there's nothing wrong with this at all and we've talked about doing this on the pod which i'm sure we will eventually but it's really good so you and i both have a copy of this
0: Dude, I've heard from so many people too that like, like, just I don't know, getting into the prog scene, some of the psychedelic scenes, and that David Bowie has a lot to offer. And I've, to be fair, I've never really like sat down and listened to any more than one of his albums.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: you know, that would be something too we should we should probably consider doing. Is is people do people die for David Bowie? I know people fucking love him, but he has. I don't understand. Albums. I don't understand, but. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I don't maybe know.
1: Skip. Maybe Skip will give us some guidance on where to begin, because I'm pretty sure he's a big Bowie, big big Bowie guy. But uh, yeah, so I, I mean, we, we don't even have that on our to do list, do we? We don't have David Bowie at all, right? No, because you know, neither of it? us
0: care about David Bowie like, at all.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we should do like '60s Bowie. If we should do Zicky Stardust, should we go even more modern than that? I don't know. I just don't know. So. Anyway, moving on. Uh, this next one I got from Program. Program is a really cool skate shop record store in Fullerton, California, and they do a lot of cool hardcore shows at, the at this store pretty much every weekend. And uh, great place. The guy who works there is super awesome. And it's owned by um, co-owned by the singer from Death by Stereo. So um, huge shout-out to them. I just wanted to shout them out. But I picked up uh, Haley Williams' second record that came out earlier this year in February, uh, it's called Flowers for Vases, Descansos, and this is essentially her folk record. She did, she played all the instruments on it. So most, it's mostly guitar, a little bit of piano, a little bit of drums, but it's pretty much just her and her and the acoustic guitar. You might actually be really interested in this one, so it's I'm really listening. good. Got it on the vinyls. Um, it's a clear variant and. Uh, Honestly, go check it out, and if you really want it, they have a few copies left at Program, so okay, I can okay. get you one if you're interested. Because it sounds nothing like her first record at all. You, very, you, very. Different. You're hitting
0: all the buzzwords for me, including know, the I color see. of it. So everything, everything's good. Checking yeah. all the boxes.
1: There you go. Folk music, clear variant. Um, plays all their own, all of her own instruments. She's super talented, and I don't even like Paramore. Her solo We're, stuff way better than. The stuff she did with Paramore,
0: just now you you
1: just stop. You, you're losing me. <laughs> you're losing me. I just ha- I have to say it because people are so blinded by Paramore for some reason, and I I don't get that.
0: So not all of Paramore is great. No, absolutely. I mean, most of Paramore is, is abysmal and pathetic. <laughs> but right, come on. Right? No, man. Come No, on. no,
1: no. come on. Anyway, her, her two solo records are great. This one's really good too. Uh, this other one, this next one, I also got from program. It's a uh, Joe Satriani surfing with the oh! alien. Picked it up. Uh, this is a repress, so it, the cover does have the the headstock of the guitar rather than uh, the Silver Surfer. But this is the 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 record store day, um, the record store day like 2019 or 2018 uh, version of it. So it's it's a t- two LPs. The first LP is the entire record. It's a nice red variant. The second one is a yellow variant, but it's it's <laughs> it's the entire record, but without the lead guitar, without the lead guitar, so no solos at all. What the hell? And and I didn't, so I didn't know this. So I put on the second LP. I was kind of like half assed listening to it, just digging it. And then I put it on. I'm like, why, why the fuck is why is it playing the song over again? And then the guitar solo didn't come in. I'm like, what the hell is this shit? And then I looked at like the little sticker, and it says it's they they did this. Because Joe Satriani wants people to, like, shred over his music. So he took out all the lead guitar so people can make up their own music to the backing track. I thought, like, what a weird idea <laughs> that only, like, some guitar virtuoso would ever release. I know.
0: What is what? <laughs> I've never heard of this before.
1: I've, I've never, never either. But it was so weird hearing that first song off the record and, <laughs> yeah, with no, no guitar leads, no guitar solos. I got like halfway through. And I'm like, this, this is this is weird. This, what the fuck is wrong with this? And why is it just is it just dumb? It's not. I mean, the idea behind it, I think, is cool. It's interesting.
0: Yeah, the idea is fantastic. But I, why the but fuck would I on, ever listen to that without Joe Satriani shredding?
1: Exactly. And why would you press it to vinyl? Like, I understand. Like, maybe put it like on like on a streaming site, you know, so people can easily just like access it and not have to play the guitar listening to the vinyl. It just it's so bizarre but That's very whatever weird. <laughs> it's cool it's cool and uh so i got that one from program uh this next one i got from fucking oh white rabbit got this one for white rabbit they don't usually have a lot of punk stuff uh but they ended up having no effects as wolves and wolves clothing and hmm. surprisingly didn't have this one and the only time i ever saw i've ever seen it in the wild was with you and you got it you picked it up instead of me yeah. uh this Set is their 10th record I well, it's their 10th record Came out October 2005 It's definitely not their best It's like mid tier No effects But It's still really fucking
0: good And This is This is their best good. Pop punk record No Straight up This, no, is, yeah, this is. is This is their best Pop punk record No Coaster
1: is mm. But That's fine You can keep saying The wrong thing <laughs> um, <laughs> But anyway No this uh, This has one of my Favorite no effects Songs on it Seeing double at the Triple rock I think is one of the Coolest guitar riffs they have ever They've ever done, and that song is just fantastic. But I know it's a single, but whatever. So it's a good
0: song. That's what I got. It's It's a great song. Fuck it up all the time. It's fantastic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And the last thing here, I picked up. I also picked up from White Rabbit, and the reason why I went to White Rabbit this week was for this because I saw it on their Instagram, and it's Pharaoh Sanders. Um, They don't usually any Pharaoh Sanders I ever see is very expensive, like fifty dollars to three hundred dollars. That's what I always see, and this one was priced below twenty, so I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I'll go right now, pick it up." Uh, so it's it's this the Latin jazz quintet with Pharoah Sanders on the tenor sax, and then I guess it's like conducted by somebody named Juan a Am- Am- or something like that. And then I looked him up. There's like no information on this guy. Uh, Latin jazz quintet. They've only put out like they only put out like six records in the 1960s. And this isn't even, like, listed on Pharoah Sanders' like, discography at all. So it's, it's just a weird, weird thing, but it is so fucking good. It's called uh, Oh, Pharoah Speak. And uh, so this came out in 1971, and it's exactly what it sounds like. It's, it's Latin jazz. But it's mm. just so much fun. It's so, I don't know, it's just, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just really exciting jazz music with that Latin flair. I it's really, furry. really dig it. It's
0: very like jammy. It, it's very just, just, yeah. just. Let's let's throw down like a beat, like that that percussive Latin thing, and then let's just see where it goes. And it's it's long enough to where they can explore. I don't know who else is playing. If that dude Juan is playing anything or just directing everybody, but Farrell Sanders can hold his own, and we know he can hold his own, and, yeah. and it goes everywhere. And he doesn't do his like a lot of his iconic things that he does that make him pharaoh sanders but it's just really solid it's really smooth yeah it
1: really is and like i said there's i couldn't find any information on the guy who directed it directed the the band and stuff but um even the latin jazz quintet there was barely anything written about them as well so i don't know what there's just nothing written about this damn record so i i don't i don't have much to say about it because of that uh maybe that's why it's so cheap I don't know, or as cheap as it is, I, I really I would know. buy
0: fucking any Pharoah Sanders if I saw it that's at exactly $20 why I picked or it up. less.
1: Yeah, that's exactly why I picked it up, because it's never, ever this low.
0: Dude, Grace had low. like, they had like three Pharoah Sanders a couple months ago, and I got there at like 9 o'clock because I wanted to buy them, and they were like $80, 90 each. Right? Yeah. It's like, bro, come on. A White them. Rabbit, They have they have one There's there no for $200. Way. It's crazy boy talk. Yeah. So, I like I have mine now, which has gone up in price, but I got mine for twenty five, which is insanely low.
1: Yeah, it's very low for for that for him.
0: I'll, I'll never forget too. Like somebody else was putting it on at at Aldo's, and I remember hearing that blown out sax, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? This is insane!" And that's <laughs> yeah. why I bought it, and not knowing anything or who Pharoah Sanders was. Yeah, just based off of that, it was awesome. Love it. Yeah, and the song I, was fantastic.
1: People say too, he's like the like Coltrane is considered the best when it comes to the sax, but Pharaoh Sanders is like his, his like not protege, but like next in line, just considered one of the greatest of all time. All right. So that's all I really got to say about Pharaoh Sanders right now. That's what we all, that's what we have to say about it right now. So uh, let's play a little, I'm going to play a little bit of the song Midnight Montuno from Pharaoh Sanders and the jazz, the Latin jazz quintet. Here we go. There you go. There's a little bit of Ferro Sanders and the Latin Jazz Quintet, the song "Midnight Montuno." So this isn't on like really any of the streaming sites. I, this is I played this straight off of YouTube. <laughs> and if you notice at the beginning, like the guy's literally, he's literally ripped this album or this song straight from the vinyl. Yeah. You can like hear the the needle hit the the record and everything. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. But yeah, it's it's nowhere to be found, and there's so little written about this damn record. But Good stuff. Great stuff. So with that being said, with that, that's all I got with my, for my vinyl. There we go. And uh, I guess we really only have one thing when it comes to new music, or actually no new music that's come out. Uh, but something that is kind of interesting that's gone on in the music world is that uh, Matt Skiba, he has kind of uh, hinted that there are talks that Tom is going to be recording with Blink and Skeeps. So it's going to be a four piece possibly which is very
0: weird, right? I, right? I'm happy with that. Honestly, I think if Blink came back in full force, you know, Blink with A2 featuring Matt Skiba, that's fine. I think Skibes does bring a cool nuance to the band, but I don't know. I, I, I would rather have all four of them than just Tom come back and kick Skibes out. I think that would be too weird. I think uh, people would hate it. I think the band would be in a weird mindset. So I, I, I think all four of them could collab and make something really cool.
1: I think I think it would I think it could be really really awesome if John Feldman is not involved.
0: Oh, for sure, get him the fuck out of there. Yeah,
1: Feldman. If Feldman's a part God of it, damn. it's going to be a, a absolute train wreck. But I think with you know Kaskiba, he can write like he's been writing music consistently for the last twenty five years or so. You know, and Tom obviously just came out with a great record last year. So it's like there, there's a lot of songwriting stuff, and Mark can like what he's always done he's kind of just kind of collaborated collaborated with other songwriters so you don't need Feldman in here at all mm. there's no reason to have no. Feldman on a nope. new Blink record if Tom comes back especially if Matt's in the band there's, there's no reason to have him yeah there. there's
0: way too many guys that can write really really good music
1: yeah and no not only, only that they it. all have their own studios you know Tom has his yeah. studio <laughs> and he has a full on engineer producer with him with Aaron Rubin and then Travis has his own fucking studio at his house you know and Mark has a pretty I think Mark has even has a pretty legit studio. So there's no no fucking reason to work with Feldman. No what logical reason to work with them.
0: What if they did something like, like Thrice did with the with the what's that fucking four piece thing that the air and the water? Yeah. What if yeah, they Alchemy did something Indics. like that where everybody every one person kind of led the charge for one album and they put oh out a God. four album deluxe, maybe? <laughs> But no, it'd probably be like a
1: four EP, like Thrice one. Oh, that'd be so good. That'd be terrible. <laughs> it would no be way. Angels and Airwaves. Like yeah, an it would be Angels and Airwaves.
0: Mark. It would be plus 44. It would be something hip hop and electronic focused. And then it would be something like Alkaline Trio, something a little yeah. more melancholy and, 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 and greedier. That'd be cool. Uh,
1: I guess you do mean, you know, Tom does his Angel stuff on his EP, but has Skiba mark and travis throw their thing in
0: but it's mainly tom's writing i guess sure tom's leading the charge like like we'll talk about later where for leading the charge but everyone else is kind of along for the ride
1: yeah okay that could that could be interesting but you know a band like them are never going to do it when they're no, only looking no for hits especially mm. mark and travis no way the
0: only the only person out of all four of them that would be even open to doing something cool like that would be skeebs everybody else is so i think to tom 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 Tom's too. up his own. No fuck no. Tom, no would, way. Tom would try. Tom is up his own ass, especially off off life forms off that, off that high. He, life he forms would is never. A
1: great
0: he would never sacrifice his own his own name to do something <laughs> for the greater good.
1: It's he's done so much stuff out of the norm for him throughout the
0: years. that You're crazy for thinking. No, about. he hasn't. He's done anything. Oh, the only thing he's ever done out of the norm was be, like guest vocaling on on say say anything song. That's it.
1: Ugh, you're you're stupid. That's Please. dumb. That's so dumb. That's it. Uh, all right. Well, that's all I got for you know music and new music and all that kind of stuff. You got anything else on this one? That's it. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Go listen to the main episode because we are getting into the Red Hot Chili Peppers record. By the way, we're also going to rank all 11 of their records, and uh, we're going to try to have a good time doing it. So listen to that, and... You know, rate review and subscribe on the iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it now. And that's it. That's all. Let's